Good. Okay, let's make a start. Welcome, everybody. We are continuing with the with Hilchos Kriyashma and interruptions that we may need to make tonight. Uh, interruptions we may may need to make to answer our main or uh, um, to other people's brochas or uh, the chazan um, saying kedusha or kaddish. What do we do? How can we stop in the middle of Shema to, to answer, or should we answer? We will deal with that uh, in today's um, Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Bura. So, in, so we're Simon Samachvov, Sif base. And the first thing we'll deal with is, um, and we saw this quite early on when we were discussing Sitzis and Tefillin, if we, um, for some reason, didn't have Sitzis, Talis or Tefillin available at the time of davening, uh, and they become available later on. What do we do? What, can we interrupt Shema to put on tefillin, put on talis, and what about the brocha? Says the Mishnah, says the Shulchan If a person forgot or couldn't uh, put on tzitzis or tefillin, yochol lahasik bena prokim hanichom. Shulchan Aruch's position is between the paragraphs of Shema, the, between the parshas, one can stop, put on. Tefillin um, and uh, one's talis or sitzis, and also vayivorech alehim, and you can make the brocha upon them. That's not a problem according to Shulchan Aruch. Let's see what the Mishnah Bura has to say on that. So um, for that we turn to Sivkotten Yud Dalad. Im shachach if he forgot. So the Mishnah Bura told us immediately or shahania or shahaya onus or it was beyond his control, so wasn't able to put on talis or tefillin. Uh, the start of davening, he didn't have his sitzis or tefillin. Nevertheless, he can put them on. Bein prokim, and according to the Shulchan Aruch, he put his talis, tefillin, and, uh, and sitzis on between the parshas of, of uh, the Shema and made the bracha. Says Mr. Bruch, Sif Cotton Tesvov, Bein prokim between the the parshas between the, the paragraphs. Vim nizdamein lo beemsa aperik, but if Somebody runs into shul and hands him his tefillin in the middle of a parak, in the middle of a paragraph. What should he do then? ad He should not put them on at that point, but should wait until the uh, you finish one paragraph and you're about to start the next. Why? In order that he makes the bracha upon them. Um, so, uh, which is unlike the, the mission, unlike the Shulchan Aruch, who says who's not worried, um, or rather, no, sorry, let, let's say it again. The Shulchan Aruch told us that Beinah Prokim, between the parshas, one puts on Tefillin and Talis and, and makes the Brocha. The Mishnah Bura raises a case of what happens if it's Beemsah Perak. He was handed his Tefillin in the middle, whilst he's in the middle of a, of a, of a parsha. So, there, following the Shulchan Aruch, you have to wait until you reach the point of between the parshas. Vahani um, Mili says the Mishnah Bura im nizdamein lo beemsa birkas yotzer oro. So this actually says the Mishnah Bura is the the, the, the uh, what happened to it is that he was given the tefillin say when he was in the middle of the brocha of yotzer oro. So actually not Krishma yet or avorabo in the in the middle of the brocha avorabo. Aval im nizdamein lo tefillin beemsa Krishma. But actually if um, he was in the middle of Krishma at the time, Yaniach Tekaf. Surprisingly, um, 
you stop in the middle of Krishna and put your tefillin on. It's almost counterintuitive, but but that's what the uh, the Mishra says. So why is that? Ki kol teva v'teva shal Krishna mitzvah shi'alov tefillin, because for every single word of Shema, there is a mitzvah to have one's tefillin on, whilst one says each and every word. And the placement of the tefillin should be with the brocha. None of this is considered to be an interruption. And in fact, it's a benefit uh, to have the tefillin on when, um, when one is saying Shema. Um, and the Mishnah will tell us, elaborate on this, um, and uh, there are those, some will know why you need to have to fill in on doing Shema, but the, the Mishnah Baruch will tell us in a minute explicitly. So, Sikhot and Tes Zion, um, that, um, oh, so that, yes, let's, so we haven't seen that yet, let's go then to the Ramor, we're in Sif base in the Ramor. V'yesh Omrim, Shlo Yevorech Aleihem Ad Achar HaTfila, the the Ramod disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch and holds that whilst you can put your tefillin on and your talis on uh, between the parshas, benaprokim, the, the, the brocha has to be made after you finish the amida. Vahochi nohog le'inyan talis. And it, it, certainly this is the practice, this is the minig when it comes to the talis. So the, the, Mishnah, the, the Ramod, rather, is drawing a distinction between talis and tefillin. Yeah? Um, this distinction will now be explained by the Mishnah Bura, Sifkontesayin, Talis. Why specifically the Talis do we, the, the Brocha only made later? Because with Sitsis, it's not an obligation on the person. It's not, rather, if he doesn't have a Talis, he hasn't got a four corner garment, then he's exempt from, from Sitsis. For Yuchal the cross Krishma believes this, and then a person can certainly reach Shema without Sitsis. It's only because we have four corner garments, or we <clears throat> we we make sure we have four corner garments that they're obligating Sitsis that we then need to wear them and make a brocha on them. Okay, Mikre have soka adide have brocha. Therefore, to make the brocha, even if we have a four corner garment, to make the brocha in the middle of um, or even Baina Prokim, between the parshas of Shema would be considered an interruption. And that's why, says the Ramor, you need to make the bracha after the Yemida even. Aval tefillin. But it's important to know that although, yes, ideally we make the bracha and then we put, do the mitzvah, um, the most important thing is we do the mitzvah. Right? The bracha is, is, a, is a rabbinic attachment and the, um, the way of a person uh, almost getting kavona for the mitzvah. But the, but the important thing is that we do the mitzvah, even if the bracha can't be done until later. So, about fillin, but that's that's that works and expl- explains for for tzitzis or talis. About fillin, but fillin is different to chowes baguf. That for fillin, it's incumbent on each and every person on their as a bodily need to wear fillin. It's not a, a, a nice to have, as it were. Began bilti, meaning that the mitzvah is what we call mitzvah kiyumis. If you've got a four corner garment, then you fulfil a mitzvah by putting sits on and wearing it. Um, but uh, but tefillin is a chowas a gavra. It's an obligation on the person to, to wear tefillin. One has to find tefillin and wear them. The gam built tefillin who committed edus sheker ba'asmo chas v'sholom. So here here is where the mission will explaining why it's so important to have tefillin on when one says shema because in a, there's an element of being um, giving false testimony, giving false witness, being a false witness. 
um, if he says Shema without tefillin. Why? Because in, in the Pasha of Shema, it says, Sha'imer You should bind them, which bind the tefillin, on your arm and on your, and, and on your head. And this person is not bound by his tefillin. Therefore, um, we hold like the first opinion, therefore, um, the, uh, putting tefillin on and making the brocha it is not considered an interruption. Because that the Indian have brocha, and this is certainly it is going on the, the matter of the brocha, but certainly to wear talis or tefillin, um, that alone is permitted. And, and with, um, when it comes to t- um, the talis, you, you put on your talis, and then later on after davening, you move it around a bit, and then you um, the, 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 the talis, and then you can make the bracha then. Um, and it's inferred from the base Yosef to afilu perek muta lahavisha, that not only. Um, do you have to wait to uh, between the parshas, but even in the middle of a parsha, it's permitted to wear these items, put them on. Levadmi perek rishon shall kriyashma, with the exception of the first uh, paragraph where one says the words Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem. Um, then we can't do anything except concentrate on the fulfillment of the mitzvah with those two verses. The cause of primogodim the hoki noktina bechrob rahamor, and the primogodim writes that. We we and hold like the the um, the position of the Ramor. Just on children, how the Shema is obviously made up of three paragraphs including the Torah. How how you know generally is there a general thing about the Shema being one? I know obviously it's one to fill it, but how robust is that? Because there are three basically three different portions stitched together. So uh, it's a good question. So the question is, we have three paragraphs of the Shema. How much is that considered a unit? Yeah. yeah? So, so on that, I mean, it, it really revolves, there's a this fundamental question as to what is the mitzvah of Kriyashma. Uh, even though we, you know, we tend to think of it as simple, simply we've got three paragraphs of Shema and that's it. But it does seem to be that the essential, um, most essential and primary fulfillment of the mitzvah is the first verse, Shema Yisrael. Um, others hold it's not just the first verse, it's the first verse, the first paragraph. Um, then there are other opinions that well, the third paragraph, because it discusses uh, the going out of Egypt, is a mitzvah to arise up of, 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 yes, of mentioning and remembering the going out of Egypt. Um, but it, it was placed within the context of Shema. Um, so it's and, not yeah. So, and then there are some people that hold that all three paragraphs are, are biblical or, you know, they form the biblical mitzvah uh, of, um, of Shema. But. Um, but most hold it's either the first verse or the first verse and the first paragraph. Um, but for, all, for our purposes, we treat the whole thing as one mitzvah, and, and, and that, that's what we should do. Um, so continuing the Mishnah Bura, Vahecha Shehu Yoshev Bebeis Knesses. So where a person sitting in Shul, Ms. Bayesh, Leshev Belitalis, he's, he's all alone there. The whole of the, uh, the men's section is filled with people with a talis on and uh, covering their headpats with a talis, and he's sitting there alone without it, the only married man without a talis on. He's a bit embarrassed. Um, he, he, according to everybody, if, if he's in a state of embarrassment like that, then he can even make a brocha 
um, on the talis between the, the partios, between the, the, between the paragraphs. So you can put it on between the paragraphs? Everyone agrees you can put, so put it on. Yeah, so it's a good question. He, he's, now he can put it on, but maybe um, putting it on without a brocha, people would notice that. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, the, the question it seems to be that um, it, it seems to be only going on the, on the, on the brocha itself. Um, okay. Yeah. Sif Gimel. So now we're going to turn to uh, other reasons why one might interrupt a pause or interrupt the saying of Shema uh, for what's going on around a person. For example, maybe he's came to shul uh, late um, and uh, everybody else is saying Kaddish or Kedusha. Um, um, and uh, is he allowed to answer, and Baruch is he allowed to answer to these various, uh, what's considered Dovah Sheba Kedusha. So they are... A prayers of, of elevated status. So the Shulchan Aruch tells us, le Kaddish le Kedusha, for Kaddish and Kedusha, ule Boruchu and for Boruchu, mafsik afilo be'emsa posuk. One can even interrupt, pause, and then say, answer these various tefillas even within uh, within the middle of a posuk of Shema. V'chein le Modim, and also to answer Modim. Um, we're going to see the, the uh, and in all of these items, the, the Mishnah Bro will clarify what exactly is it a person can say uh, in answer to these these various sections. Um, says the Shulchan Aruch, a person shouldn't should only say rather the word modim alone, um, and, and we're going to hear some disagreement on that. But that's the position of the Shulchan Aruch should only say the word modim. The Ramo adds, V'chein b'boruchu, and similarly with boruchu, lo yoma yisborach v'yishtabach. Um, that uh, when it comes to boruchu, he shouldn't say, uh, he can say yehei yishmei rabbo, but he shouldn't add yisborach v'yishtabach afterwards. Uh, that's just a minig that some people have, and it's a, it's a minig. So um, that isn't allowed to be said. That's, that's, that would be because of an interruption. V'yesh omrim, um, that he says that um, those that say one can answer Amen um, if you hear the Brocha Hokela Kodosh from the Shmona Esrei, the, the, the Chazan, and after the Brocha Shmeet Filo, uh, again from the Shmona Esrei of the Chazan, Din Kedusha, this has also a Din of Kedusha, um, of great sanctity. And one can answer them even when one's saying Shema. So it's very interesting that um, although we think of Dovashib uh, Kedusha as being um, Kaddish and Kedusha, but the Ramah adds these various sections of the Amida as also being uh, something which is considered to be Dovashib Kedusha, how, how important these specific um, tefillas are within the Shmonesra itself. Um, the Ramor ends here by saying, uh, and for all these, in all these times, one can interrupt. Um, uh, how much more so when one says one's tachnunim tefillas? Um, and the, the, the mission will explain why the, the Ramor is focusing on tachnunim at this point. 
Okay, so on this then, if we turn to the Rishta Burra, see if Kotnu Zion, one is allowed to uh, interrupt for Kaddish and Kadusha. So the Kaddish, Hainu, so means to say, Le Omein Yehesh Me Rabo, Ad Olamayo. One can answer, if one hears, one saying Shema, and all of a sudden he hears uh, Kaddish being said, he can answer Omein Yehesh Me Rabo until Olamayo. These are very practical halachas, I, I think, because we know quite often, uh, well, if one arrives to shul on time in a certain set minion, then one, one won't face these. But if one does arrive at shul at a different time, or uh, then then there's always a question: Can I stop what I'm doing and answer to these things? So, so here one can answer omein heishmei rabo until olamayo vlo yomar yisbarach. And again, you should not say the word yisbarach. You can answer Omein after the phrase that ends the Amiron Ba'almo. Aval al Tiskabel. On those, those parts of the, the Kaddish, one, one does not answer Omein if one's in the middle of the Shema. Because on these, they are million Minhag. And um, although, uh, it's, you know, it's what we do during Kaddish, um, they have not a, have a high enough status to interrupt Shemav on behalf of them, saying Amen to those. Le Kedusha. And if you hear some, you hear the Chazan say, and the Kehillah saying Kedusha whilst you're in the middle of Shema, Yoma Rak Kodosh Uvboruch. Um, a person can say Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh. Um, um, and Baruch, Vehu Ika Kadusha, because this is the most, this is the essential part of Kadusha, Velo Yimloch, but should not say the uh, the phrase starting Yimloch, Vakoshkein Shiloyoma Nekadesh, Ushad Devorim Shemosifim Bashabas. One shouldn't therefore, one shouldn't say the, the phrase with Nekadesh and other additional items um, that we add on Shabbos. And all of this is even if it's not whether we're in the middle of a posuk or even in the middle of a parsha, we're even between the paragraphs. Um, we're restricted in what we can answer. Um, but going back then to the Shorchanah, we can answer when we hear the words Baruchu from the Chazan. And that's Yud Ches in the Mishnah Bura, Ula Baruchu. What do we answer? She'ona baruch Hashem hamavaruch ulonved. We can answer that phrase. Uva birchas haTorah, and if we hear, um, if there's maybe there's uh, somebody's had an idea to the Torah, and they're, they're now reading from the Torah, and you have to be a bit far behind in reading Shema. Yana baruch Hashem hamavaruch ulonved. When um, uh, after, if a birchas Torah, one can respond in, in that way. Baruch Hashem and Mavorach Yomved, v'gam Omein al Sofa Brocha, and also you can answer Omein at the end of the Brocha of the, um, uh, the, the 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 person who has the Aliyah, uh, who's making birchas Torah. V'yesh mefapkim b'Omein there, um, and but there are some that um, disagree with this. But certainly, if you are in between the parshas, then uh, one could be lenient and allowed or main according to everybody um, at that point. Right. Um, 
the Shochoch that went on to say um, that when we talk, we could be mafsik, a feed of Posuk. This interruption could be even in the middle of a, of a Posuk. That's the, so the, the Mishnah Brewer, Yutes, mafsik, you can interrupt him in the middle of the Posuk. The Imposek Lishom, if they call it Bosavadom, because if we are going to interrupt the Shema, as we learned last time, I think, that one in, in, for um, to ask after the welfare of somebody of a, a boss of a dom, somebody of human flesh, uh, if one can interrupt the kriyashma for that, out of honor for the person, how much more so out of the honor of Hashem is one allowed to interrupt uh, even in the emsa posuk um, uh, for 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 these things. How much more so should you interrupt for Hashem? Or for Hashem. For Hashem. So, so in other words, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if we, yeah, the question is, what is the uh, good? No yeah, no question. Okay. So yeah, if we if we're if we're interrupting to greet somebody, in <coughs> flesh, mere flesh, you know, um, or um, or, or, or Kaddish, uh, so Kaddish kadusha, yeah, any, anywhere we interrupt. So we, the reason why we can interrupt for those items. Is because we, we can interrupt for a person to, to, if they're <coughs> out of cover for a person. Well, so, so the point we made here is if, if we're, we're allowed to interrupt our Shema to, to greet a person, then certainly if there's something else going on around us that requires us to, as it were, to greet Hashem, right. so you know, to, to respond to, to something. Hashem. Sorry, say again? So, so we've, we've learned where, where a brocha is short, you can't interrupt, if you interrupt a, a short brocha and baruchu, probably, or, you know, that would mess up the whole brocha. So um, the difference here, I guess, is that Shema is longer, is, a, is an extended uh, recital. Um, Umi, high timer. Nira, the im shoma kol ra'amim. So what happens then if you hear thunder? Saying Shema, and outside there's a great um, there's thunder and lightning. So he hears thunder. Yafsik um, viavorik. He can. Um, this is again an act of God, and um, Hashem wants us to, to 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 make a bracha to bless Hashem as it were, uh, or, you know, um, to have a mitzvah overus because and it's a uh, a mitzvah that will pass. You only have a certain amount of time to say uh, to say this bracha and to, to um, on, on hearing the thunder. Um, however, yesh chokin, but yep, there are those who disagree. To kevan shu osa b'shvacho shal mokom, ein lo lifsoik b'shvul shevach acher. So perhaps Rafi, this goes, this touches on what you were saying. Um, those disagree that you should make a brach on thunder because since you're occupied in praising Hashem right now, um, one shouldn't interrupt them for some other praise uh, due elsewhere. I guess on here is an equal footing. Yeah, yeah. V'lo domi lekol. And it's not 
um, is not akin to these items that we've mentioned as being uh, a dovash ebikdusha, an item of, 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 of sanctity. <coughs> and that's the Chuva Shor, uh, Elia Rabba, and other Achronim. The Gamichai Odom, and also from the Chai Odom Mashma, it's implied, the Im Shoman Be'emsa, if one heard this in the middle of Shema, Ein Lo Lavorecholem, that one shouldn't make a brocha on, on thunder, Ki Im. Unless he heard it between uh, between the prochem, between the parshas, uh, at which point one could make the bracha. Now, what about um, when, when we when we responding to modim? How much how much of modim can we say? The shochanor told us in uh, that it's just the first word only. Um, the Mr. Brewer here, it's called Nechaf Tevas Modim. We can only say the word modim. Perish modim anachnu loch. We can respond with the three words of Modim and Achnoloch, the local Modim de Rabbonin, not the whole of not the whole of Modim de Rabbonin. So the um, the Shlech um, Sibor has said Modim. Ordinarily, the Sibor respond with Modim de Rabbonin, which is a paragraph at the same time as the the Shlech Sibor says his bit. Um, 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 but we can we can say modim anachnu loch. The havi lei have soccer gadola because to to say the whole paragraph would be a very large uh, interruption. Venira to who had din bebena prokim, and this also would apply um, even between the paragraphs. One shouldn't say the whole of modim to rabbonin, just the words modim anachnu loch. We are now then up to chaf aleph. Um, if one hears the bracha hokel hakodosh, one also can stop and say amen to that. Says the Mishnah bracha of Aleph hakodosh, mishum tohu siyum shel sholosh brachos rishonos. The importance of that bracha is it's the conclusion of the first three brachos of the Amida. The shomea tefilo, and the reason why we can also pause or um, shema and say amen to shomea tefilo is have a siyum hoem siyos. It is the conclusion of the middle section of the um, of the Shemona Esrei. But to answer Omein after Sim Sholom, which is really at the end of the Amida, after Siyum Kolam Shemona Esrei, and even though it is at the conclusion of the whole Shemona Esrei, Hiskimu Harbe Achronim Velo Yana Be'emsa Kriyashma. The, the Achronim um, Paskin that one should not answer. Um, in the middle of Shema to that broch of Simsholom. Ibram Morgan Avram, Hatam, Sidam Morgan Avram for the reason. So there's a distinction between the beginning, middle, where one can interrupt, and the end, where one should not interrupt uh, and say Amen. Um, then the um, Mishnah Brura said, or rather uh, the Ramor, the Ramor said in the Chaf base. Um, yeah, we, where we've said here that we can interrupt and answer amen to these things, how much more so uh, should we come to interrupt tachanunim to say amen? Um, the Rishbura is going to explain this. in um, It would seem to be not specifically true that it's just tachanunim that we interrupt. That for any amen. 
Um, not just not just the ones we've mentioned now regarding Kedusha and Kaddish, etc. But any time we need to answer main, we could interrupt Tachanunim for to answer main. So Torechnos, and we should need to interrupt you. Um, um, so we we need to interrupt when we say to them our own petitions. But the words of the Ramah are quite true and particular. In particular, why? The Ramah really is pointing us to the a specific tachanunim, not just general requests or petitions. It's the tachanun. Which it follows the Shmona Esrei. Al Kain Elu Amenim Davka Mutsasi Medavka. So it's so it's these specific Omains um, that uh, the Ramor is referring to that where we are up against the Tachonun which follows the Amida. Kain Mutsasi Behedio Bashuas Rajbo and this is made explicit in the Chuvas of the Rajbo that where this um, this this din stems from. Tachanunim, the Tachanun, we also remain during that. Vakoshakain, the Psukhid Zimra. And how much more so in Psukhid Zimra can we interrupt um, with our main for 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 certainly for Dorim to Kadusha, but even for other answer uh, for other people's brochas. And concerning the matter, if it's permitted to answer Omein uh, between the paragraphs, between the parshas of Kriyashma and its brochas, the Chayodom writes. Um, that it's only permitted to answer uh, the uh, only the domain of that particular bracha, shesimo metchila that it's concluded um, at that point or initially. Avoha primagodim besimon nun alaf achem betkuchi rubikiv ega besimon zeh hiskima to call omain motolanos that they they hold that any omain uh, one is permitted to to answer to bein aprokim when when one is between the parshas of Krishma. Um, and finally, hetil uh, mayim. If a person needs to relieve himself, lo yivorech ashe yotsa rak yitol yodov ulaachat fila yivorech. He can go to the bathroom um, and wash his hands, but should only make um, but um, um, but um, la, but should make the bracha only after after he's davened. Um, so again, we find a separation between doing the the act that's needed. The action of the mitzvah and the bracha, which can at uh, times follow later uh, without a problem. We shall pause at this point um, and return to Dalad next time. Um, thank you all for joining and uh, have a very good rest of your day.